Do you like what you're hearing right now? Then be sure to check out VOC Nation. Whether it's on VOCNation.com or your favorite podcast provider, VOC Nation offers the greatest in live and on-demand content, great interviews, and incredible insight from those who have lived the business. Seven days a week, VOCNation.com. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter at VOCNation. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. I'm your host, Brian Ferguson. My guest today is known as the Manager of Champions. He is currently a manager and wrestles in Mid-States Wrestling and other independent promotions in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Missouri, and Kansas. I want to welcome Mr. Stephen E. Stephen, thanks for coming on today. Brian, thank you for having me, man. I mean, think about it. We could be anywhere else in the world right now, man, and we're right here doing this podcast, man. I love it, man. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you uh, taking my offer. I really appreciate it. You know, I was at a, the Mid-States Wrestling event in the Relic Center at, in Springfield uh, about a week and a half ago, and your match with the Space Cowboy, Jason Jones, was pretty uh, – Pretty brutal. I mean, you guys were you weren't holding back either one of no, you. No, 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 no. A lot of uh, a lot of animosity built up over the years, and you know it was about time we were able to uh, take that out on each other. Yeah, and, uh, it was uh, thirty-two it was... minutes is what what we went from bell to bell. So yeah, uh, that's pretty 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 awesome. Pretty awesome. It, it was, was a very it was... very fun experience, and it wasn't a uh, a dull moment. No, I mean, no, I don't, no, I, no, no. I was there, and sometimes, you know, in some of those matches, they get kind of lull or, or, you know, there's a bit, a bit of a space, but you guys, and I know there's a lot of history with you two. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you, you know, in, in, in the world of wrestling, it's all about a feeling. You go out there, you know, mm-hmm. and, and man, if it feels good, keep going. And, and everything we did, we were getting such a good reaction. And, yeah. you know, um, at the end of the day, it's like, let's just keep going and keep moving and moving and moving and moving. And, and we did, man. And, yeah. you know, I felt like, uh, you know, you, you, you're never going to get a five-star match out of me. You know, it's just not possible. <laughs> it's just not possible. But... Man, a, 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 as most people saw on Saturday, I can take pretty good butt kicking. Yeah, I mean, for 32 minutes, um, it didn't seem like yeah. that long. It seemed like about 10, but you're right. It was because I was there. Yeah. And was, uh, uh, from the time you guys come out of the curtain until you left. Yeah. Yeah. You well, were... you know, I, I, I think that uh, I think it's safe to say that the fans got what they wanted. Oh, you yeah. Know? Uh uh, that, that had been building up for so many years and, uh, and to, 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 you know, to lose, um, was, was something, cause that's not, that's something that I've never, I've never, I've never felt, you know, yeah. um, I, 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 I had always been undefeated now, you know, given there were cer- certain circumstances that, uh, that, that happened that, uh, caused my record to, uh, remain untarnished, but, uh, but it, 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 you know, it, it was not, it wasn't something that I was used to, so to right. speak. And, yeah. uh, and, and it felt right. It felt the timing was, was definitely right, man. The yeah. storytelling that, that, that me and the space cowboy had done for, you know, the last six months was second to none. I yeah. mean, with, you know, with, uh, Attila Khan coming in and, and doing that with Alan Jefferson, they put yeah. a really, really, really solid video package together for that. And, yeah. Uh, really helped sell that uh, sell that storyline to 
you know, um, to being down in Harrison, Arkansas, a couple mm-hmm. of weeks prior to the street fight where, mm-hmm. you know, we took that old George Jones autographed guitar and busted over the space cowboy's head, you know, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it just good old school storyline storylines, you know, and, yes. and, and, you know, and that's what we were doing is we were, we were just, we were just telling a story, an old school story. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, I, I come from an era that 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 if it's not broken, don't try to fix it. And you know, and yeah. and too many people nowadays, I think, are trying to reinvent the wheel, and mm-hmm. we don't need to do that. No, I hundred percent agree. Uh, your guys is Mid States Wrestling. Um, I've always, every time I go to a, a card, I don't have a bad experience. That's from the time I come in the door at the door with your ticket people to the concession stand to the wrestlers prior to the, the, the matches, you're all out there greeting, meet and greet. And I was telling Jason this before that you guys don't, you're not lurching on and saying, Hey, buy my stuff. Nah, you come out, you, you'll take a picture. You know, you don't have to worry about not the, Hey, you take a picture. You bet I'll take a picture. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what draws me because you know what? Most of the time now, and especially the big ones, you got to pay for a picture. You got to pay for this. Right. When you say, I'll take a picture, and I look at your stuff, I go, oh, okay. Well, you know what? You're not lurching on me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to buy your t shirt. I'm going to buy your, buy this picture. And if you'd sign it for me, you don't charge me an extra 10 bucks because you signed it. Right. 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 That's the best part. I, I tell you what, you know, um, you know, being on the independence, you know, there's a certain there's a certain level of hunger that 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 these guys have, and and you know, I don't know, um, I don't know very many people that aren't people pleasers. You know, um, whether they're heel face, you know, we're always there to to please the people. You know, um, I I don't want to sound cliche, but you know, I like to think that that when we have a show, you know, if we can take if we can take somebody out of the problems of the world for two hours and and invite them into our world. And, and entertain them for them two hours, man, that's a job well done by us. Yeah. And, and you know, in today's day and age with the economy, with fuel prices, you know, I appreciate everybody that that, yeah. that comes out and buys a ticket to see us because, yeah. you know, they, they, they could be, you know, when, when, when you think about it, a family of four, you know, coming out to the wrestling show, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good investment. And, yeah. You know, um, and, and, and you want to make them feel welcome. You want to make them feel like, Wow, this is uh this is this is a uh an atmosphere that I want to be a part of. You know, yeah. the guys are, you know, listen, man, I, I growing up, I can remember going to to an independent show and you know, it was in Exeter, California, and I was sitting there and and the the wrestlers were coming from a oh, hundred yards probably. So they were bringing them in on golf carts mm-hmm. and they would drop them off about, you know, 20, 30 feet away from the the uh the ring and then they would make their their you know their their little entry or whatever well anyways one guy walked by and i kind of razzed him or whatever and he said put on some weight and get in the ring you know <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you who that was but you know that made my night right there so if we're out there and yeah. you know and, and and we just have to interact and that's that's one thing with the Stephen e character that you're always going to get you're always going to get that fan interaction yeah whether it's a look whether it's a point, you know, I'm real big on 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 expressions and points yeah. and looks and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it makes you feel like like you're part of the show, you know. Yeah. And and it, it's it's such a good feeling, you know, that yeah to, to know that that you know, I mean, you know, here I am, the notorious, nefarious, however you want to say it. And and when I go out there and sit at that table, the the, the kids come up, they want 
you know, they want to talk to me for a second. They want, you know, a picture and yeah. or a t-shirt or a, a, a picture or something like that. You know, to me that, that, uh, that's just, that's, that's a, that's a huge pat on the back yeah. because that, that lets me know that, that man, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And I'll tell you too, uh, it's, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to go to your shows no, and no. and your prices as far as your, even your merchandise isn't outrageous. I mean, you pay if you want VIP. I think it's twenty dollars and and or ten. I can't remember, but I know it's not it's not very expensive. It's not like you're right. going to, you know, you go to the other ones, the big ones. There, you're paying oh yeah, 60, 70 bucks just for per ticket. Yeah, you, know, you, you you know you know. Let's be honest, Brian. You're paying more for the service charge on the dang ticket than you are, you know, mm-hmm. than than you are the actual you know price of admission to get into one of our shows. Because yep. I I I want to say general admission's fifteen bucks, and and even yeah. at general admission, there's not a bad seat in the house. No, uh-uh. uh, there's not a bad seat in the house. And and you know, and here in Springfield and in in Harrison, Mid States is becoming a pretty hot ticket. You yep. know, um, it, it, it's selling out. You know, show after show. Mm-hmm. Um, last uh, last show was a sellout as well. Yeah. Um, I think we're on number thirteen, maybe fourteen. Uh, and, and and I noticed that the shows down at Harrison are getting a lot bigger. And yep. um, it, it, it's 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 a uh, it's a pleasure to be able to 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 say that I work for Mid State Wrestling. Let's just say that, and I've been yeah. there since the beginning. So, oh, good! Oh, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah. That's what makes it even more. Yeah, makes it more awesome. I can probably count on one hand how many shows I've missed. You know, yeah, uh, with mid states. That's great. That's wonderful to hear. You know, he uh, he's a good guy, uh, Jason. He's a promoter, and and uh, you know, you guys put on such a great show. And and I'm not just saying that because you're on here, but you know, I've been to probably four or five now since I've come to know about it in Harrison and in Springfield. Mm-hmm. And they're always, like I said, top notch. They're yeah. it's yeah. always sold out. I mean, every time there, yeah. I have to go, I, I buy my tickets early because I, I'm afraid if I get to the door, yeah, I'm not going to get in. Absolutely. And I know well, what, I, 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 t- I tell you what, Brian, you know, um, we, we had an opportunity to work with, um, work with the Kansas uh, special Olympics a couple of months, uh, about a month and a half back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I got the daunting task of, uh, of picking Lex Luger up at the, at the airport, you know, uh. twist my arm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't know about that. But anyways, getting him in there and talking with him, uh, he was one, he was 100% impressed. You know, he was asking us, you know, well, what are you drawing? And, you know, I was 600, five, 600 people, you know, and, he, he just, you know, he was at a loss. He said, good independent companies are drawing 200. So, yeah. you know, that kind of, that kind of stroked the ego a little bit and let me know that, that man, we're on to something. And, and as far as, you know, promotions here in Missouri, I don't think that there's a faster, faster rising promotion than mid-state wrestling, here, oh, yeah, you know, in, in the state, you know, yeah. I mean, I'll put it up against anybody, um, any, 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 you know, any company, you know, yeah. uh, that, that, that's on the independence and some of them that may be considered the top two or top, you know, top, uh, top five promotions in the, mm-hmm. in the country. The production value is just yeah. something that just, I mean, it looks great. Yeah. You know, um, the, the, the backdrops that, that are there for the fans to get behind are just excellent. I mean, yeah. they look so good. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, they don't spare, they don't spare any expense when it comes to the, the production of, of that, uh, of that show. And, and I think that, uh, I think that it's, that it's pretty evident. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, I'll talk about you in particular a little bit, Stephen E. 
Let's talk about a little bit. Uh, you're from California. Yep. Originally. Uh, talk about how growing up in California and how from California you ended up here in <laughs> Springfield, Missouri. Shoot, I tell you what, you know, I, I'm born in California, you know, a little uh, little city called Exeter, California. Uh, it's just a little... You know, a uh, little little dot on the map. You know, I think uh, I think there's probably fifteen, maybe twenty thousand people, if that. There mm-hmm. um, went to uh, went to high school. I, I actually lived in a little community called Cameron Creek, um, which was uh, adjacent to uh, Visalia and Farmersville. So we were kind of a just a little community in between. But you know, all of my friends were were from Farmersville, and um, and I went to school in Visalia, so I was kind of kind of kind of not separated but i had two two groups of friends you know uh the visalia friends and the farmersville friends and yeah anyways uh growing up as a kid you know i i I can remember shoot uh as early as you know like like 11 12 already being you know a fan of professional wrestling because of course with the the first name of of you know steven um a bunch of my buddies back home they would always call me lombardi so you know (laughs) oh yeah lombardi yeah they would always call me Lombardi. So that was kind of my nickname, you know, growing up or whatever. And, uh, you know, with, with, with certain groups of friends, but, you know, um, gosh, grew up, you know, grew up a fan of, of the sport, you know, loved it, uh, loved just every minute I could, any, any time I could get in front of a television and watch it, I was just immediately drawn to it, you know, um, uh, I don't know when I realized that, that, you know, what was going on, but, you know, it still didn't matter. You know, it didn't matter to me, you know, the theatrics and, you know, just the, 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 I, I was, I was, for whatever reason, I was naturally drawn to the heels, of course, you know, of course. Um, so grow, growing up as a kid, you know, like Ted DiBiase, huge influence, yeah. of course, um, Bobby Heenan, huge, mm. huge influence, yeah. um, being able to, to, to watch those guys and, and, you know, become fans of them was, was huge. I attended my first WWE show and, Fresno, California. It was Selland Arena, and uh, and and I, I didn't know it at the time, but it was a it was a television taping for, okay. for WWE. They did a challenge, um, so I don't know if you remember WWF Challenge, yeah, WWF yeah. Superstars, yeah. So uh, so the, it was a uh, uh, they did two and two. They take two hours of superstars and two hours of challenge, and then the main event was um, Hulk Hogan versus uh, One Man Gang, which. I'll come back and 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 talk about that in a little bit, but sure. Um, so so went and watched that. You know, the like the the notable things were, you know, um, Ted DiBiase coming out and and making a kid do push-ups. You know, it's like <laughs> I was, you know, I got to see that 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 made air, of course. Uh, um, the big thing that was kind of uh, kind of the showcase was uh, the the Bam Bam Bigelow contract. That was the final, you know, the finals for the Bam Bam Bigelow contract and. Of course, I, I I believe Slick Slick was Slick was in the running. He thought that he won the uh, won the contract, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know, everybody got introduced to Sir Oliver Humper, Humperdinck, and uh, uh, yes, and, and yeah, and he uh, he went on to to manage him. But you know, got to do that. Uh, that was my first. Um, you know, that was that 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 was my first show that I'd ever been to. My first right. wrestling show, um, and and you know, going to that show, you know, it just had so much influence on. 
you know, on, on my childhood growing up. Cause man, I just always, now you got to remember back in the, in the, in the eighties, you mm-hmm. know, pay-per-views weren't a thing. No. Um, closed circuit TV was kind of a thing, but you know, I mean, like when you only have 13 screens across the nation, you know, <laughs> it's like, I, I, you know, grandma's not gonna, gonna put me in the car and take me up to Sacramento, you know, to, yeah. to watch that. But, you know, um, you know, watching that live really, really made a big impression on me. And then, of course, um, you know, as I got older, you know, I, I you know, became a, a kid and started, you know, seeing girls and dating and, and whatnot. And um, my my son's my son's mom and me, um, we had we had him. I was I was 17. She was 18. So I was a very young man having a uh, having a child. And yeah. We, uh, you know, just like most 17 and 18 year old couples, you know, we, we had our issues and, and separated for a little bit and she moved back to Arkansas with her, uh, with her parents. And, uh, about six months later, you know, I had, uh, I had figured that, you know, this was, this was enough. I needed to be around my, my son at, at a young age, at a very young age. My grandpa, my grandmother was a, a huge influence on me. And I can remember, you know, her, her having that talk, like, you know, this is, this is big. You, you got, uh, you know, yeah. you got to start worrying about him now. And, you know, that kind of stuck with me. So mm-hmm. I, I, I ended up going back to, uh, to Arkansas and lo and behold, go to a independent wrestling show in Arkansas and bump into a guy that, uh, you're wearing his, uh, wearing his t-shirt right now. Yeah. Space Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Space Cowboy, Jason Jones. And, you know, the rest is, uh, you know, the rest is, is kind of, well, no, no, I guess the rest isn't history. Let me, let me, let me kind of elaborate a little bit. I sure. met up with Jason. There was a, there was a show that, 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 um, that J- Jason was still in high school. You know, I think he was probably, you know, 16, but, but in, in, in Harrison, you know, when you talked about pro wrestling, mm-hmm. there was only one guy in town that, 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 you know, like if you were a pro wrestling fan, then, you know, you gravitated towards the other pro wrestling fans and Jason was a, a big pro wrestling fan. And, yeah. you know, um, uh, we just got together and, and talked at a, at a show that he was running music on one day. And, you know, the promoter of that show that, that, you know, that was, uh, was, you know, was running there at the youth center there in Harrison. Um, I got in contact with him and, and started talking about going in and doing some training with him. And, you know, luckily for me, uh, you know, luckily for me, I could see kind of through, uh, the hustle, I guess, mm-hmm. you, I guess you could say, cause yeah. I, I remember going out to his house. I drove out to his house and, and, you know, we're, we're, you know, I signed some paperwork and, you know, we're like, okay. And he, he goes, okay. And, and you know, and mind you, we're in a trailer. So we go into like <laughs> one, one room in the trailer and he's got like a mattress on the floor and that's like what we're supposed to work out on and whatnot. And, <laughs> you know, I remember it probably, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes into this training session you know, he, he kind of goes, uh, he goes, well, I, I think you've just about got it. You know, uh, what do you think about working the main event, you know, in my, in my next show? And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you're absolutely crazy, man. But, you know, you know, one thing that I've always had going for me is size. And, yeah. and, and you know, if, if, if you know me in person or if you know me in real life, yeah. uh, then you'll know I'm, I'm, I'm a legitimate six foot five yeah, you're a big guy. pounds. I'm a, I'm a big guy. And, yeah. and I think at the time I was, you know, six, four, six, five, you know, about two eighty, And, and he said, we'll put you in a mask and put you in like a, uh, uh, like a overalls. You know, kind of like, <laughs> and, and, and he put you in the main event. He said, "I oh man, I said, oh, no, that's gonna work." And so I, I I put some distance in between me and him, and uh, and 
you know, Jason had got in with some guys out in uh, out in the Fayetteville area and uh, and started working out with them and, and announcing for them and working through them. And, yeah. you know, uh, lo and behold, a couple of couple of years later, you know, Space Cowboy has a freaking wrestling ring in his basement, you know, <laughs> his house. Have, yeah. you ever, have you heard that story yet? I haven't. Let's hear it. Oh, man. Well, there's not much of it. There's not much of a story. Um, you know, his ex-wife owns a wrestling ring nowadays, I'm sure. But, you know, uh, yeah, you know, it, how awesome is that, you know, to be, you know, 21, 22 years old and, and, and you know, living your dream with a wrestling ring under, you know, in your basement. I mean, it was in his basement, you wow. know, for God's sakes. And so we could go over there and, and train and, and take a beat and bump around and stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, uh, and, and yeah, yeah, it worked out. And, you know, of course, once uh, once I went through, you know, some training and stuff like that, I I I, I decided pretty quick, you know, that that man, I don't know, I don't know if I could take the 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 bumps and the thumps, so to speak, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, it, you know, it just it, it it's a lot harder than people think, man. Let me yeah. tell you that, you know. Um, I I challenge anybody just to run the ropes for five minutes straight and tell me that they're all right. They're not going to be all right, especially mm -hmm. if you've never done it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it's a certain level of conditioning that that it takes to be able to get in there and to do what those guys do. And you know, um, yeah. I'm not I'm not afraid to say that I found my niche in wrestling, and it wasn't as a wrestler. You know, yeah. um, uh, but you know, getting, 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 you know, getting with Jason, uh, very early on afforded me a lot of opportunities to, to, to go to the other shows and to go to shows that Jason was working on and talk to other promoters and, and, you know, meet other people. I mean, that's where I met, you know, people like Craig Keesman, um, yeah. you know, Michael Berry, you know, I've got a, I've got a great, I've got a great Michael Berry story. The first time I ever met Michael Berry was with a company out in Joplin called Midwest Wrestling Federation. Midwest Wrestling Federation was, was hot for what it was. Yeah. Um, and it had a, it had a good couple of year run, but you know, most notably, um, that was, uh, that was the, the, the company that, that, you know, that, um, that, gave Michael Berry the opportunity to become Michael Berry, you know, um, mm -hmm. uh, he was trained by a, uh, a, a guy named, uh, Oh, Brandon tripod and, uh, Christopher Martinez, I believe maybe Chris wasn't part of his training, but I know tripod was, and they ran that company. It was a great company. And, and I remember being over, we went and I, I, I was more or less just a straight ring announcer, you know, yeah. just, a you know, just a ring announcer and, uh, and, and Brandon tripod, who was one of the, uh, one of the, the, the bookers over there had come up to me and said, Hey, you know, uh, we want, uh, we want you to, we want you to sit, at, you know, ringside and do commentary. And this was, I think it was, I, I hate doing ringside commentary whenever it's over the speakers. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I feel like it takes away from what's going on inside yeah. the ring, but nonetheless, yeah. I, I, I went ahead and, and did it. And, you know, I got myself over as a heel fairly quick. Um, and, and I was approached by them saying, Hey, I want you to, uh, I want you to be the, uh, I want you to be the, uh, the, oh, the general manager, you know, of, of the company and you'll be a heel and yada, yada, yada. You know, that, that was, uh, that was the very first, um, oh, that was the very first bit of overexposure. I think that, yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when I go into a show and they got me coming out four or five different times, I'm like, oh man, overexposure. But, you know, at the time I just, I ran with it, I did yeah. it and had a good time doing it and, it, uh, it it allowed me to develop the character that you guys uh, that you guys see and enjoy today. Oh, yeah, because I remember uh, when I the first show I went to for Mid States, uh, you were a commentator, 
and a manager. So you they come out in the beginning and they all boo you. And mm-hmm. then you put on your headset and start talking a little bit. Yeah. And I remember yeah. you getting up, getting some, get one of your guys. I mean, it was, it's great. Uh, yeah. And yeah. that's you, something you know, that's, that, go ahead, Steve. I'm sorry. That, that, that's an old, that's an old throwback to like Bobby, yep. Hinnon, you know, when Bobby yes. Hinnon was at the commentator, you know, he would get up and I got to go monsoon. I'll be back, you know, and, and, yeah. and he'd go and, handle business and, and come back. There's so many similarities to, yeah. to the Stephen King character and Bobby Heenan. Yeah. If you, if you, you look at it, you yeah. know, um, you know, people always ask, man, especially, especially with me being a manager. And, and, and I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm one of the better managers in the business mm-hmm. right now and I'm not taking anything away from anybody else, but I just, uh, I, I just, I just feel like I'm, 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 I've hit a good stride right now, but yeah. you know, people, people's always, you know, the number one question, who, who's the, who's the best manager in wrestling? Who's the number one man? You know what? Well, everybody knows who the number one manager is. That's not even really a discussion. The, the real discussion is who is number two and three and four, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, hands down Bobby Heenan, you know, yeah. um, I don't, I don't think, I don't, you know, I mean, we can start filling in the blanks with, you know, the Jim Cornettes and the, you know, the, the mouth of the South and, you know, and the JJ Dillons and, and, you know, slicks and all the, all those other guys. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, Bobby Heenan, bar none is, is the the best manager of Mm -hmm. all time. Yeah. I can remember as a kid, he was up North for a number of years. I was, I'm from Wisconsin. He was in the AWA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he was the manager for Nick Bachwick. It was Bobby Heenan yep. family, and oh, I absolutely could not stand Bobby Heenan. He did his job very well. They all yes. did back then. Yes, yes, and, and, yes. But he could wrestle, and mm-hmm. he could manage, and he could broadcast, just like you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I know you yeah, say yeah, you yeah. that from him, and I can tell because, and, and folks, if you're watching, you can't really see Stephen E. because he's set up. But he, when you're in person with him, he is a big guy. I mean, I've seen him in. Uh, <laughs> person at events I, when we were in las vegas at the cauliflower alley club reunion mm-hmm. I, you're a big guy man right? was was it, brian was that not a great time oh cauliflower was, was great gosh man yeah. i can't i can't you know you know you know i i i i've always wanted to join i went ahead yeah. and, and joined as a lifetime member yeah. um this last year uh and, and every time that i would think about it mm-hmm. you know it would already be like you know, because uh, I, I want to say that, that they usually did it in like April, May, didn't they? Yeah, Early yeah, yeah. In the year, yeah, yeah. And they moved it to August, August, September. Yeah. But but it seemed like whenever whenever they would do it before, I would just miss it, and I'm yeah. like, well, I'll just okay, yeah, I'll join. You know, I'll join, I'll join, and and just you know, never think about it. Well, I started working for a a, a gentleman, a legend actually, Herb Simmons, and Herb, Herb Simmons, Simmons is yeah. part of. Uh, Herb Simmons is part of the board of directors over there and and he'll put, you know, he'll put reminders for people. And, yeah. you know, I thought, you know what, man, like, I'm glad that Herb is putting reminders because now I have something that's reminding me like, you know, every couple of weeks, you know, about the cauliflower alley. Yeah. And I can't even explain how good of a time that I had going back there and just yeah. meeting everybody meet with you guys, yeah. uh, seeing all the legends, you know, yeah. I've got some great, I've got some great, great stories that that you know i mean like how many people can say that they went to elvis presley's you know uh 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 what westgate uh you know uh suite yeah you know not only go there but go there with with jerry lawler and jimmy hart you know i mean like how awesome is that i've got a let me let me tell you we're up we're up there right and, and you know, of course, Jason called somebody a publicist over for the Westgate, which is the old international where Elvis stayed. And mm-hmm. you know, of course, with the uh, with the hype of the movie that just came out, 
um, there is, uh, there's, you know, he's kind of trending, I guess is the, the, right. the word. Well, Jason gets a hold of somebody over there, a publicist or somebody, and says, hey, we're, we're in town. We're here with the Cauliflower Alley Club. We've got the King of Memphis, Jerry you know, Lawler, and uh, the Mouth of South Jimmy Hart. You know? And they said, well, come on down, guys. Meet us at 930 at the Elvis statue at the, at the, 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 you know, in the casino. So we go yeah. down there, and, man, it was, it was so surreal. See, just being able to go on stage and, yeah. and, and, and going into the green room, you know, where you know Elvis, you know, Elvis, Elvis stood. You know, um, and then going up to the 31st floor um, and checking that out, that was that was that was awesome. But, you know, what popped me more than anything out of that whole whole experience was, you know, the girl that, that is taking us on our tour. You know, Jerry Lawler's talking to her and Jerry, you know, she says something about, uh, oh, well, you know, Elvis Presley's brother in law, David Stanley, uh, is is, you know, here at the hotel. And Jerry, like, looks at him and says, David Stanley's here. Get, get, get him on the phone, you know, let him know that the King's here. He'll come running down here. And anyways, uh, a couple of times throughout the tour, you know, which was about 45 minutes an hour, a couple of times, you know, uh, Jerry would mention something about, uh, you know, about, about David Stanley. And finally we get down to their, te- uh, Oh, what not telemarketing, but kind of like their timeshare, their okay. timeshare room. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so we, we, we see David Stanley and the girl walks up to David Stanley and goes, you know, David, do you know, or, you know, Mr. Stanley, you know, do you know who this guy is? And he looks at Lawler and just says, well, and like pulls his glasses down and looks says, that looks like the King Jerry Lawler. And that looks like Jimmy Hart. Well, boys, how the hell, you know, just, and it was like, you know, they had, they had a, you know, a 20 minute, you know, conversation. And, yeah. You know, we get away from them and, and Jerry says, I didn't know how that was going to go. I married David Stanley's ex-wife. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so one of, one of Jerry's ex-wives was, you know, yeah. and, and it was awesome because like, you know, like, like the, the way that they were promoting him, you know, David Stanley, Elvis Presley's, you know, and big, you know, like, yeah. I don't know, 72 font or as big as they could get it. And then, you know, uh, and then just in little tiny, you know, like parentheses, you know, uh, Elvis's, you know, uh, brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like oh, yeah. something else. I, I, that was my first time at Cauliflower and I absolutely had a great time um, yeah. interacting with you guys. I mean, you know, I interacted with you before, but you know, we all got together, yeah. you know, downstairs or wherever, and we just right, chit-chatted. Right. Yeah. It was so much fun. It was so oh, man. And, relaxing and, and, and so, you know, yeah. just being around people and, and talking. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. It, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed yeah. it. And, uh, yeah. I look forward to it, man. I'm going to, yeah. it's going to be something that I put on my calendar every year yeah. that, uh, that I can, I can, I can afford to go. Boy. Yeah. And, and yeah. I mean, come on, we're, we're talking Las Vegas, you know, it's yeah. not, uh, it, it's not an expensive flight, you know, uh, everybody. No. Can go and the hotel room wasn't bad either for no, that area no, no. and everything. Was, and, you know, the great thing about that is, is literally you just never knew you were going to run into. No, no, you know? you're right. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, Oh shoot! There's Ricky, you know Ricky Morton, you know. Yeah. Oh shoot! There's there's you know Robert Gibson or you know Jimmy yeah. Hart, you know Jerry Lawler, you know yeah. it just it, you know Sam Houston was everybody was there, you know yeah. uh, uh, Andrew Anderson, you know yeah. Kevin yeah. Sullivan, yeah, you know JBL, you know JBL, yeah, drink a couple beers with JBL at the at the bar there yeah, at the Plaza. Bar, that, yeah. was, that was pretty awesome, you know and. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I had a good time, man. I look forward to going back. Yeah, I, and, and what's great too, Stephen, is that when you interacted with those guys, even the days they had their little areas, it didn't cost you 
70, oh. 80 bucks. It was mm -hmm. 20 bucks. I'll take a picture with you. Mm -hmm. I'll sign a picture yeah. for you. And I'll sign yeah. whatever you have with you, you know, well, a couple and, items. And, and, you know, knowing that you're supporting some of those guys, you know, like, like, mm -hmm. you know, because some of those guys are, are, are way past their prime, you know, yeah. um, some of them, some of them are still working hard on the Indies, yeah. but, you know, this might be, this might be, you know, uh, you know, one of their only ways to be able to get a little bit of income in and, mm -hmm. and man, more kudos to them. You know, yeah. I, I, you know, I would gladly uh, sit down and, and give a legend to 20 bucks, 40 bucks, you know, for a picture and a, yeah. Uh, uh, an autograph because it, it just man I mean like I yeah. I couldn't tell you how many people you know because because me and Jason when we were back there we uh we uh we had the daunting task of getting Jimmy from place to place and yeah you know uh I couldn't tell you how many people come up to Jimmy Hart and, and Jerry Lawler for that matter when we were walking around the strip with him you know that would just come up and say man you know like thank you for all the memories you made my childhood great yeah and, you know that uh that was awesome man that was yeah. awesome and 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 you know, and just like, like for me, you know, to think that, that, you know, that, that I might have just a little, little, little bit of, of that, you know, on somebody, man, that's, that's, yeah. man, that, uh, that hits you, hits you in the gut, you it know, does. makes you feel good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Let's talk a little bit if we could, you know, you're talking about you hang around some legends. So during your time, you know, 20 plus years in the business. You talked about Lex Luger. You talked about Jimmy, Jerry. Has there anybody else that you've interacted with, either when they come to Mid-States for a, a promo or you're doing a, a charity event of some kind that uh, really just stuck out to you? Like this guy or this, this person's a really good person and, kind of teaches you a little bit, you know, give you some pointers. Like you talk about Bobby Heenan, Jimmy Hart. Yeah. yeah. Is there anybody absolutely. that, that really stuck out to you that, you know, you know, there's a, there's a couple of things that stick out to me. And, and, you know, we talked about Fresno, California yep. earlier, you know, uh, my first wrestling show, mm -hmm. you know, um, lo and behold, uh, my first wrestling show that I really was ever a part of, um, I was the music man, you know, I was the guy that had the daunting <laughs> task of, you know, making sure that everybody's music was playing and whatnot. And, you know, we had, uh, we had some pretty high tech gear. I think we had a, a boom box with uh, cassettes and I had to put the cassettes in and hold the microphone to the, you know, I mean, this was some, 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 you know, uh, uh, high end production. Right. But, you know, um, the first show that I ever, I ever, uh, uh had the privilege of working on, um, the main event was, one man gang versus uh Kevin Northcutt. So um, you know, of course, uh I you know, after the show, I we we did all the business, you know, like during the show, went back and got, you know, weights, heights, all that stuff and and whatnot to, for the for the announcer. And then when we were done with the show, I just went up and I I, you know, said to him, I said, Hey, I just, you know, I said it's awesome to be able to work on the show with you, you know, yeah, ten years ago or so. Uh, you know, I saw you at uh, Salad Arena with Hulk Hogan, and, and he said to me, you know, he goes, man, who would have thought, you know, 10 years later that we'd be in Harrison, Arkansas, you know, uh, yeah. working, working a show, working on the same. And I just, you know, to me, that 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 meant a lot. But, yeah. you know, when you talk about about people that I've met and that, that have made big impressions on me, you know, man, Danny Hodge um, nicest man in the business, Bobby Eaton, you know, yeah. like like I. 
man, I can't say I can't say Danny Hodge was the nicest man in professional wrestling because I don't I don't think anybody would uh, I don't think anybody would disagree with me when I say Bobby Eaton was uh, the most kind, like generous person. I got to I got to spend a, a lot of time around Bobby. Yeah. Um, I got to work a bunch of shows with um with with uh, uh, Danny Hodge. Yeah. Um, I got to work with Skandar Akbar. He he actually managed me back in two thousand eight. Um, and when I, I, when I was the mid States heavyweight champion, actually, he got to manage me and that was, that was pretty cool. But, yeah, uh, you know, one of my, one of my, one of my great buddies, man, who, who I always look to for advice, you know, of course is, is space cowboy, you yeah. know, um, he's somebody that, that I look up to and that, you know, if I, uh, if I ever had any questions, you know, I could ask him, but, you know, of course, man, I mean, the list, the list is long, you know, yeah. another, another guy that, that you know, that I, I look at and, you know, I'm, am very privileged and honored to know is, is Trevor Murdoch, you know, yeah. um, he's somebody that, you know, that, um, you know, anytime I, anytime I call him, he picks his phone up. So that that's great. Anything. Yeah. No, I've seen him in person when he worked in, uh, in St. Louis, uh, in mm -hmm. Troy with, uh, world league when he was the champ there a few years, yeah. five or six years ago now. Yeah. 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 And I tell you, he, he has had this. He was in the ring with this kid. I felt so bad for this kid because he was getting whooped. Mm -hmm. I mean, he had when he got done, he had just marks all oh, gosh, yeah, his chest yeah, and his back. And uh, but he came back afterwards, and I talked to him. He goes, "I'm breaking into the business, and this is how it's got to get done. And yeah. I'm willing to take my." Uh, my bumps and I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> well, you know, man, when it comes to those chops, man, Trevor, yeah. he, uh, yeah, he, he is, uh, he's no, 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 no slack. No, no slacker. He, no, he's know? not. No. So <laughs> yeah. I want to tell you too, that, you know, I've heard this from many people. Most of the people that are heels in the business are actually some of the nicest people outside yeah. Yeah. that you'll ever I, meet. And, and I would 100% agree with you. Man. I mean, like 100%. you're a very nice guy. My wife, you know, when we were there last time, she's like, I can't, I can't see him as a heel before, before <laughs> you got out there. I was like, honey, just watch and pay attention. You can, yeah, you can flip yeah, the switch. Yeah. And no, it, that that's it right there, Brian. It, yeah. it, it's a, it's a, it's a switch that gets flipped that, yeah. you know, I, I, I just, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, I don't know, you know, I, I you know, the best gimmicks are always in ex is an, an extension of, of your personality. And yeah. God forbid that that be true, because if that's <laughs> the case, I must be the biggest butthole in the world. You know? <laughs> no, yeah. but, 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 you know, I, I, I for, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, you know, I, I go out there and, and I do, you know, I do, um, I, I like I said, it's a character that I've developed for many, 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 many years. It's not, it's not. Uh, that's not the everyday walk around, you know, guy that yeah. you get. But you know, when when the lights, you know, when the lights are are dark and the smoke is out there and the yeah. music hits, boy, it's it's yeah. something else, you know. Yeah. And, and and you know, I feel bad sometimes, you know, coming to the back because you'll have those kids that will, you know, they'll have their hands out waiting to high five somebody, and 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 they may be new wrestling fans and they don't quite, you know, get it. And yeah. you know, of course I'll walk by, like I'm going to hit their hand and pull back or something. And, you know, I feel bad because I'm like, Oh man, but you know, I'm a heel man. I'm yeah. You got to play the, do, do the part. Yeah. yeah. Let's ask you this. Have you ever worked for 
WWE, AEW, any I mean in any type of capacity, either as a you know, villain I, I, or I, I have I have never worked for either one of them, and it's not because I haven't had opportunities to do so. Okay. Um, back in like 2007, 2008, WWE came to Kansas City, and uh, and they were I believe I believe it was a Raw or a SmackDown, one of the two. It was one of their big shows, but they needed mm-hmm. extras, and you know, and and of course at the time I had my wrestling license and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The only problem that 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 I ran into is. That they wanted everybody clean shaven, and you really don't get that. You really don't get that with me, you know. You really don't yeah. get that, and you know they they they've let uh, they've let up on that because every now and then I'll see you know I'll see some extras, and I I look and I'm like I got a big long beard, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. you know. But back in uh, back in 07, 08, or at least for whatever whatever they needed us to do um, back then, um, you know, it, yeah. it, they needed me clean shaven, and it wasn't wasn't something that I was willing to do. Um, although I, I I look back, there's a there's a handful of things in wrestling that I regret not doing. Yeah. That's probably one of them. You know, I could have done yeah. some some stuff with TNA, and I, I can't remember what it was. I I certainly didn't big time them. You know, it, yeah. the opportunity came up to to go do security for one of their house shows up in um, Independence or somewhere, and mm-hmm. and you know, and it. Nah, I think I'll hold off. I think I'll hold off on that. Yeah. You know, I can't remember. I, I don't even really remember if I was busy, but another one of those regrets, you know? Yeah. But but no, I've not uh, not had an opportunity to to work for the big guys yet. Okay. So heat-wise, I know, you know, you're a heel, but, and you don't have to mention any names, have you ever had any real heat with anybody outside of the ring that you know you you you've got to work with them in the ring for whatever you know because you guys are but i mean not very few but i've had a couple on here that say yeah i've had he i you know i don't want no names i just want to sometimes yeah, it happens yeah. have no, you no, ever no, had no and, and you're right it does happen uh you know i'm such a i'm such a likable person you are <laughs> and, and you know brian i'm, I'm a nice guy you yeah. know like i said it's a it's a switch if i walked around as Stephen E. Twenty Four Hours, I can imagine that that I'd probably have a lot of people that wouldn't like me, but you know, for the most part, you know, yeah. I think I'm a pretty likable guy, and yeah, you know, everybody, uh, everybody, you know, kind of kind of falls into that. Uh, I, I can remember telling you know uh, Space Cowboy a number of years ago, you know, he he uh, he won the uh, uh, was the most popular wrestler, you know, uh, <laughs> and and I won most hated wrestler, and, and you know, I just remember thinking like. Eh, we could, you know, let's just trade, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I, you know, man, I, I try to stay out of politics. Yeah. You know, I try to, and, and that's where, that's where, you know, where the heat will initially come from is yeah. people politic and people doing, you know, doing things backstage, uh, getting in somebody's ear. You know, I just try to stay away from all that stuff. Um, you know, I'm there to do a job, you know, right. the promoter wants me to do something. Um, you know, it, it, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. It, yeah. If somebody doesn't like it, then then take it up with the promoter. You know, yeah. um, I, I can remember years ago um, working for Midwest Wrestling Federation. You know, um, I remember they had a they had a meeting and, and, and you know, they brought me in and and I, I you know, kind of moved fairly quick, quickly, you know, to to, you know, to like the 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 top, you know, of the card, I guess, you know, to yeah. the main the main main eventers so to speak. Um, and, and there was a couple of people that, that I don't know, I, I don't know names, but mm. they just, you know, they, they, 
they voiced their opinions to the the promoters and you know and the promoter put them all in their place I like, didn't say my name you know per per se but I had a I had a pretty good feeling that they were that they were yeah. upset because I was kind of an outsider coming in type thing I wasn't yeah. you know um I wasn't you know coming from their little wrestling school and I didn't come from their circle of friends so to speak and yeah. anyways um you know they I I you know the promoter put them in their place said you know if you guys want if you guys want a, a spot that's more desired than earn it you know everybody that everybody that's in their spot right now is there because they deserve to be there yeah and, you know and that's uh that that's really the thing you know I, I i do my best man to not 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 try to rub people wrong i'm very right. polite you know i always you know shake hands and and you know i'll always stick around um you know to to shake hands you know and say goodbyes um, yeah i think that's just the etiquette and yeah. some people some people aren't like that anymore believe it or not uh <laughs> You know, I mean, it, yeah. it just, it, it, it's just the way that it is, you know, and, and I don't know yeah. if they're, if they're just, you know, superstars or if they just <laughs> don't know the etiquette. I'm not sure, but it still happens. But yeah. I, I try to, I try to disengage from any of that negativity. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I mean, I've interacted with you and you're a heck of a nice yeah. guy. And, and uh, yeah, so, all right. So manager of champions. Stephen E, wanna, is there some events coming up that you're going to be involved with in the next few months? I mean, Thanksgiving's coming yeah. up, oh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, us a little yeah. about that. You know, you know, you know, you know. Um, earlier when you were talking about uh, about some of the companies that I work for, you left one of them out, and I wanted to wanted okay. to go ahead and give them a quick mention because please, um, there it's a great company. It's Herb Simmons up at SICW. I uh, I am uh, I am the manager of Devastation Incorporated up there, and it is a it is it's so much fun working with those guys, working yeah. with Tillicon. Jake Prater, um, Peyton Ayers just joined my group uh, last week on television. Um, so a lot of big things. Peyton Ayers was the kid that played uh, D'Lo Brown in Young Rock. So that was ah. uh, that was pretty cool. But uh, you know, every Sunday night they've got a, uh, a, a you know a, a show that they put on Roku and YouTube and stuff like that. And okay, you know, if anybody is uh, if anybody's looking for some some old school wrestling action, man, SICW Explosion is uh where you can watch that on, all right well, on that's... Sundays at eight o'clock but that's... you know but beyond beyond that you know I'm always I'm always up in Illinois working for Herb Simmons uh Jason Jones we're gonna be um we're back in Springfield on December 18th uh relics we're gonna be down in Harrison on December 3rd um you know I know that I think it's December 10th that I'm in uh Illinois for SICW and I believe that there is a uh, a WFC show in between there as well. That, Wrestling that for a cause, yeah. At. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I, I'm staying pretty busy. Staying yeah, say so you're a busy man. That's the only way to be, man. That's, That's the, the manager, right? It's, you got to take hey, care I, of people. I, I tell you, you know, it just I'm I'm very blessed, man. I'm very blessed to yeah. to be in a in a in a position in life where I can go in and do this kind of stuff. Um, yeah. You know, I. I you know, I love I love going out and entertaining the fans. I love going out and entertaining the people that that come to the shows. Um, I, I I just love it, man. I love yeah. what I do, and and you know, uh, I could do it a hundred times over, and I wouldn't change anything. Yeah, no, you're 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 great, uh, great manager. You do it so well. Uh, a few months back, when when uh, Khan was in uh, Springfield with you. Uh, I love the character in him. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, again, 
I met him in Vegas. Yeah. Outside of that, he is a heck of a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He gets, yeah. If that curtain comes up, boy, it's like the switch flips. Yeah, I, I, boy, I, I, tell, I tell you what, man, we don't, uh, whenever, whenever I'm up in, in Illinois and we're talking about, about Khan for his promos, you'll hear me reference him as the most dangerous wrestler in North America. And that guy is something else. That guy is. Yeah. Man, you know, you know, you know, you know, it's something when we're at the, when we're at the banquet. Now, did you go to the banquets for yeah, the yeah. alley? When we're at the, at the banquets and, and they say something to, something about Herb yeah. and they say, well, if you don't, you know, if you, I think if you don't join Cauliflower Alley, then we're going to send Attila, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I like, remember that. Here we, yeah, here we are, you know, in front of Rey Mysterio, JBL, you know, Conan, yeah. you know, all the Memphis legends and, and, you know, and, and you know they uh they made mention of 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 Attila Khan you yeah. know so yeah he he he's something else and that 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 man I tell you what the the fans at Mid States are are wanting to see more of yeah. Attila Khan you know I'd love, love him to come back man. down and 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 you know wrestle your your buddy Jason Jones and and uh, or whoever uh, mm-hmm. it would be it would you know, the, the smoking ace the current champion oh man. That'd be a great match, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you what, man, he's on a uh, – Luke Langley's on another level right now. Man. Yeah, he, he is, is just, incredible. He is just – uh, I can't say enough good things about him, man. Yeah. And, and you know, I, uh, I, I, I've I I've been fortunate enough to watch him evolve mm-hmm. into to what he is today because he wasn't always, you know, what he is today. You know, yeah. that's a perfect example of getting in there and working hard to mm-hmm. – to, to, you know, to see your dreams come true. And, yeah. and, you know, Luke 12 years ago was, was, you know, a lot like a lot of the independent guys, you know, he was a smaller guy, he, mm-hmm. you know, he, he didn't, you know, he wasn't bulked up or anything. And he just, man, you, you can tell he, he yeah. is in the gym. He's working on, you on, can tell. You know, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And the guy can just go, man. I mean, yeah. like, like, yeah, I would put him, I would put him. Uh, uh, I would book him against any 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 top talent uh, in the country, and he would uh, he would definitely entertain. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That last match with uh, Sam Stackhouse was was just amazing. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I I'm in the back, and I'm just kind of kind of you know going through the mental preparations for my match, and yeah, you know, it's like uh, you know all I hear is just like this is awesome, this yeah. is awesome, and, and like I I just even for a moment thought like gosh how are we gonna top this you know how are we gonna top this and, you know it, it just yeah. they, they they man I tell you what they Sam Stackhouse is you know anybody out there that that is listening that hasn't went and watched his stuff go yeah. watch his stuff yeah. the guy is a I mean he, he's he's a luchador in a five hundred pound man's body. He yeah I I could not believe how that guy mm-hmm. could move yeah. for his size and for and and his ability I mean I was yeah. I was shocked when he came in there I was like because I've never seen him before I, I'll be honest I was like <laughs> hey, this is probably gonna be five minutes uh, Luke Langley's gonna wrap him up like a pretzel now, now, now prior to mid states had you ever heard of Sam Stackhouse no no you hadn't okay. So Sam, Sam is actually one of those guys that that is considered an indie darling. He went like in the last year. I mean, mm-hmm. his stock on the independent scene has just skyrocketed. Wow. I mean, he he he's yeah. uh, he's a uh, uh, I want to say he's a uh, he's a regular at uh, Game Changer Wrestling. He, you know, um, yeah. I want to say they're they were they're going to be at uh, in New York on you know New York City in the Hammerstein Ballroom uh, the. Um, G- what uh, December thirty first or something? Wow. I mean, a big event for him. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I can I can remember 
you know, like, like who was it? I think, I think uh, Zach Ryder or, or, you know, or Matt Cardona, whichever I, he's going into Matt Cardona, obviously, but he had, he had wrestled him for, you know, one of the game changers or one of the other, other mm-hmm. indie feds and come out and tweeted like, look promoters, if you're not booking Sam Stackhouse, you know, yeah. you're missing out. The guy yeah. is just, He's he, just for as big as he is, you wouldn't yeah. expect him to move like he does. No. And he, yeah. he, whether it's a spinning wheel kick or you know whatever, he is yeah. just he's he, he he's nothing to to mess around with. And no. you know it, it it it's it's kind of like an attraction. You yeah. know what I mean? He's such a big guy that that is so like agile. You know, mm-hmm. it, it reminds me yeah. of like you know your big Van, uh, big Van Vaders or your yeah. you know your Bam Bam Bigelow yeah. or, or one man game. Your one man gang, yeah, yeah, yeah. one man gang, crazy, crazy, yeah. but but great, great, great kid. Um, yeah. you know, I, I, you know, like, like I, I had been, you know, I, I hadn't worked on, I hadn't worked on a card with Sam for about probably eight or ten years. Um, but whenever, whenever the last time I'd worked with him, he was still a kid. He was still kind of coming up and, yeah. you know, and doing his thing. But I could tell like, man, this kid's, this kid's good for as big as he is. He's really, really, really good. And, you know, I'm glad that he is, uh, he is enjoying some of his, his success. I got to talk to him for a minute, um, at the last show. And I just told him that, you know, that it was awesome. You know, he had put yeah. a, uh, uh, you know, a, uh, a, a Facebook post or a tweet or something about how, you know, that he paid, uh, he paid for his car repair bill with his wrestling money. And, you know, that was, you know, that's a big, you know, I mean, like somebody who's been, you know, on the independence yeah. can tell you that's, you know, that's a big accomplishment, you know, yeah. being able to get that, to get that done. And, yeah. you know, uh, just, just seeing him being successful is awesome because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, he's just a, he's just a, a little Oklahoma boy that, that's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. He, he, he is, he's really good. And yeah. all your guys there at mid States, just, yeah, the top talent. I mean, no yeah. doubt about it. Like yeah. you said, so all right, sir, Mr. Steven Espinoza, thank you for coming on tonight. I thank really you for appreciate having me, Brian. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, uh, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and visit with you and your, your fan base, man. Oh, awesome. I appreciate It's great. And, folks, we're going to have all the description. If you want to check out Stephen E. on his social media, I'll have all those links down there and Mid-States Wrestling and uh, SICW, all of it. We'll have it down there. Folks, if you're watching, thank you. If you're listening, thank you. If you haven't subscribed, please do so. And again, Stephen E., thank you for coming out tonight. Really appreciate it, sir. No problem. Thank you for having me, Brian. All right. Have a good one. Hey, this is a Total Package. Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys. Before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, Pro Wrestling Interviews.
Com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off a uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into like snuff film territory there. In the room, 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOC Nation. Bill After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, talking here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect is? Well, I'll is? tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found the true world champion. I finally found... What's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an LA champion. Yeah. Here are exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. This is Bill After, and once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiants? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it a did loss. Did didn't have anything to do with this? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. That the rules, as I always understood them, was that you, the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. 